This is an RPPV production. We'd like to advise this podcast contains descriptions of disturbing violence. Listener discretion is advised. is haunted yeah for and by very creepy people thanks for joining us again thanks guys. or if you're new thanks for joining us we hope you come back yeah we hope you stay please give us views or listens become one of us yeah join the spooky side yeah <laughs> now we had a few questions last week <laughs> how uh, what does what does i think my fridge is haunted what what how did you come up with that well, if you guys have ever watched movies, surely you know about um, Ghostbusters. Yes. The scene where, um, what's her face? Dana. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks her fridge is haunted, which it is. I mean, let's try to, let's try to reenact it from memory. Um, oh, hey, spunky Ghostbuster. I opened my fridge after cooking some eggs. And the eggs started to cook themselves on, on the, the counter right yeah. here on the counter and i'm wearing a really loose shirt because it's the 80s and i'm american shimmer eyeshadow all over Ooh, the lid and that perm love it dude i'm waiting for that to come back i don't basically have a natural one so oh. <laughs> i don't want it to come back that's why i'm wearing this headscarf tonight um yeah anyway she opens up the fridge and there's the Jesus, that what is it? Zool. Zork? Zool. Zool. Yeah, you can tell I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I love the movie, but... The dog, bear, the do- lizard. Yeah, the sexy lady in oh, the end. Yeah, she's, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty hot. So, um, so it's, it's inspired by Ghostbusters. Yeah, plus I think I once had a haunted fridge. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, girl. I just think it's funny how, like, people are always like, ooh, I've got this haunted artifact. And it's yeah. always, like, something like... Like a Dybbuk box or something. Yeah, like a Dybbuk box or, or a beautiful doll or a, or a rosary bead or yeah. a mirror. Give us it's, something... it's always ornate. But I want, I want to see modern, crappy, highly processed junk. I want to see a haunted sex toy. Guys, uh... if you've had a haunted sex toy... Write us and tell email. us. We want to know. Yeah, we want to know these things. Yeah, like you know, we want to see like you know haunted toasters and yes, just boring appliances. Yes, Nokia phones. They will have some stories. Yeah, I mean, you never see a ghost with an iPhone. That's what. what that's what I find funny. Yeah, I mean, it's it comes back to that comedian. I think it was Aziz Ansari that was like ghosts would be so impressed by wi-fi and like modern technology and the lights turning on and off is probably just a ghost like flicking the switch being like oh switch goes on switch goes yeah. off switch goes on switch I'd goes i'd be on. impressed yeah I can't, I can't wait to be a ghost in the future okay spooky fact okay fact from the freezer what have fact you got from the freezer okay uh well we were we bought up um catherine knight last week yes and I had a, a weird fact about her, which I was so blown away when I heard about it. The prison she is currently in, which yeah. don't quote me on because I actually... Is she in WA? I think she's I don't somewhere know. in Sydney, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, this is just from my head. So I didn't actually Google it 
if I had, I, I probably would have had more um, details for you guys. Mm-hmm. But part of a program in the prison that she's in is packaging and putting together headphones for your for your phone. <laughs> And they, they're sold throughout Australia. So you could be Whoa. listening to this podcast through headphones that were packaged by Catherine Knight. We literally are wearing headphones right now. It's insane. But I'm talking like the little, the white ones that you have with your phone. Oh, the little iPhone ones. Little, the like, white the ones. The ones that turn into big knots if you... Yes. Like yeah. The ones that my cat steals. Yes. Oh my Miss God. Vangie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's crazy, nuts. Yeah, I know. That's nuts. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Loved it. Loved that fact. I found out something about uh, Rose West. Apparently, she uh, was vying for a top dog uh, in her prison. Top dog, like... Yeah, like the like boss, of boss the... bitch. Uh, you know, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And the person that she was going against... Do you remember in the UK a few years ago, there was a girl, she had like tattoos on her face. The, yeah, the real... I've heard about this. And she yes. was like, she went on a... like real a rough girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, She would win it. I don't know. Rose is a psycho. She's a psycho, but this girl is Rose rough. plays the long game. And she's a lot older. Mm, this Rose, chick is kind of... She gets she, in your head. She does, but... This girl's crazy. She is crazy. She's, and she's scary. Like, she is... I guess she's got youth on her side. Yeah, she's a bit more limber. She's a bit more twiggy. That would be a reality show that let's, I would watch. Let's start a show or or a gambling ring on the peninsula where what criminals would win against each other. Okay. Okay. Catherine Knight and... Um, the other, the Australian, uh, not the 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 American female serial killer, uh, Arlene Wernos. Arlene Wernos. Wernos. Uh, I'm gonna Catherine go win. with Catherine. Yeah, I think Catherine would win too. You know, because she's got a, those years like she's working like, in the abattoir. Yeah, and she's full of rage. She like, is so full of she's rage. A dangerous person. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, I reckon she she'd go hand to hand combat. Yeah. Eileen, I think probably would as well, but I think she'd be more of a hair puller, whereas Kathleen would go straight for the eyes. Yeah, she'd. Oh man, she is danger. Yeah, dangerous woman. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably get along with Eileen. I think she's she's sad story. Sad story. Sad. Yeah, yeah we could cover her we, one day. We will cover her. Was that your fact? My fact? No, no, that was just sort of. I got a fact for later, but I'm going to do that at oh, half time. Okay. Then but I yeah, that was just something I heard. Oh, nice. Well, I like that. I like that a lot. Cool. Well, what have you got for us today? Um, This story is a little bit different from last week's Suicide uh, Forest. Now, there's a lot of trigger warnings in this. It's really brutal, but I think it's an important story to talk about. It's a survival story. Um, This woman is probably the strongest woman I've ever read about. Like, Really? Oh, she is tough. Like, wow. For those of you have who have heard of uh, her name's, you'll know her, Mary Vincent. <gasps> Mary Vincent, you're doing yeah, Mary Vincent. Doing Vince, oh Mary my Vincent. God. Wow. This is a I'm looking heavy forward to story. This, this yeah. is a crazy story, but what a woman. What a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure a lot of you who follow true crime already know about Mary, but um. I think it's an important story to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and her case sparked a lot of 
controversy in the criminal justice system in America. Um, so I think um, it's an important... And she, she, her legacy... She she had a legacy for herself after this. Yeah, yeah. it's an important story. It's a survival and story. She do, she it's a survival die. story, yeah, but so. it's 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 such a story of empowerment as well. Yeah, it is. It gives me goosebumps. Um, it took me like probably a whole day to finish this story just because it's so intense. I had to have breaks. Um, right. This this example of criminal the the guy who does this to her he is filth he is the lowest of the low and like as much as Jem and I talk about um killers and and famous serial killers in kind of like a wow like literally before I was like I would get along with Aileen but no we're not um we're not celebrating them we're sh- we're shaming them for what they've done because it, it is horrendous what they've done but it's also good i think to speak about their crimes because people mm-hmm. it's i think it's safer to know about stuff like this you know? i think so too warning signs people so strap yourself in because this is a heavy hitter okay on an extremely hot september day back in 1978 mm-hmm. a 15 year old by the name of mary vincent was hitchhiking across california trying to reach her grandfather's house in corona ca Mary was just like any other teenager. She did okay in school and had dreams of a career in dance. Her parents were going through a divorce, which spurred her into running away to her grandfather's. She had previously run away before um, and was looking for ways to rebel. One summer, she had lived with a boyfriend in a car, but that soon ended after the boyfriend was arrested for allegedly raping a young girl. So, I mean... What is it about our podcast and these these, these troublemaking guys? I, I, I don't... See, it's tricky because, like, studying Mary, she seems like your average girl, but the more you look into it, she, I think she was from quite a rough background and that may... You know, maybe that's all she knew, hanging out yeah. with, like, rough, stupid yeah. guys. Okay. Like, living in a car with your boyfriend who is also raping girls. Yeah. Like, no, nah, no thank you. Mm. Um, between bouncing from living at home or hitchhiking, Mary often crashed at her uncle's house in Sequel. Any Americans know what that is? S-O-Q-U-E-L. Sequel. I bet it's pronounced, like, Soquel. Soquel. Or something. You just have to put on the Kath and Kim accent and then it kind of aligns itself. Um, In fact, her uncle was the last family member to see Mary before her attack. As 15-year-old Mary stood on the side of the road with a few other hitchhikers, a blue van pulled up offering a ride only to her. Okay. Red flag. Mm -hmm. The other hitchhikers warned her not to accept, but she claimed she was, quote-unquote, tired of being alone and just tired which you know what she's a 15 year old girl she's mm. been hitchhiking she's stressed she's exhausted her parents are going through a divorce her boyfriend's just been arrested for rape you'd be exhausted yeah and, and there are some days when i'm so tired that i'm like screw it you know even- what's the worst that could happen exactly she's she's probably it. felt like you know i'm at rock bottom already i can't get much lower than this let's just yes. take the ride yes I mean, sure, it's easy to judge her now and be like, don't take exactly. it, especially in Australia, because we're so savvy to non-hitchhiking due to Ivan Milat. Well, yeah. Yeah. But um, back in the 70s, my God. 
Um, now, the man in the blue van was a very average, white, grandfatherly type of man by the name of Lawrence Singleton. Okay, so some background to Lawrence. Lawrence was bur- born July 28th, 1927 in Tampa, Florida. I mean, Florida, that's where Casey Anthony's from. Oh, that's where a lot of people are from, but... No, not Florida, girl. That's a red flag. And the alligators. <laughs> Look, I love <laughs> alligators. I would love to go to Florida just for the reptiles. That's what I want to go to Florida for. Oh, my God. I, yes, totally. Um, his family life was pretty dysfunctional. He was married twice, divorced twice, and had one daughter, which I totally feel sorry for this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, back to... Zoom back to Mary on the side of the road. Okay. Lawrence said he was headed up to Reno and he said he could take her as, a, as far as Las Vegas, even though this detoured from his original route. Mary accepted. Creepy things started to happen from the get-go. At one point, Mary lit a cigarette and sneezed and Singleton reached out for her to pull her to him so he could see if she was sick. Mary jerked away and sat as far against the door as she could. Mm. At one point, Singleton stopped at his house to pick up dirty laundry, and Mary even helped him carry it back to his van. Once they were back to driving, Mary fell asleep, and Lawrence started drinking alcohol from a milk carton, which is just gross. Yeah, that's class right there. That's just like yeah. old, old fragments of milk. Mm. Yeah, but it might have been one of those plastic ones. Like, you know, people do like home brew and they'll be just like, well, I, don't know, I'll just I don't think this-, this guy has like the care to wash like old dairy cartons. Let's presume. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just gross. Sounds like he'd smell and his hygiene would just be horrible. Um, turns out this, I wrote a swear word, but I'll just call him a dick. Okay had a bad drinking problem, which is apparent if you're drinking booze straight out of an old milk carton. While you're driving While across you're country. While you're driving, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say that's probably a drinking problem. Was he potentially working up to something or was he just an alcoholic? Like, was he, do you think he was drinking? drinking for a, pro- for for a reason, you mean? his nerves or like, Cause I he, don't know. If he had a conscience, I don't think he was. I think he was just alcoholic. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah, maybe he was like, what is it, drinking for courage or something? Maybe it's to accentuate the high. Potentially. Like I mean, maybe like, you know, some people go, they drink for a good time. Maybe yeah, he's but, drinking for a good time. Um, I mean. Creep. Exactly. Yeah, piece of shit. I mean, his idea of a good time is, you know, quite different from ours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of us go to drag shows. Some of us go to drag shows. Some of us um, abduct teenage girls and do horrible things to them. Mm -hmm. Once Mary eventually woke up, she noticed a sign on the road that said that they were heading east, which was the opposite direction. Mary confronted him about this and he pinned it on him, making an honest mistake and agreed to turn around. Mm Mm-hmm. It was now after sunset. Singleton pulled up his van, pulled it over to take a break. Mary also got out for some fresh air and a stretch. But when she bent over to tie her shoelace, she was hit over the head with a hammer. Don't scream or I'll kill you, is what Singleton yelled as he dragged her body to the back of the van. Okay, now this is really heavy, guys. This is trigger warning stuff. Okay. Um, you may not want to listen to this if you're a victim of such horrible things as violent assault yes but um this is 
the this is the the violent obviously the violent section in the story Singleton tied Mary's hands behind her back and proceeded to brutally rape and sodomize her. He forced her to drink the liquor in the milk carton, then continued the raping until she passed out. Once Mary came to, Singleton instructed her to lay down. He then proceeded to cut off both of her arms with a hatchet which she w- while she was awake and helpless and totally aware of everything that was happening to her. That's a nightmare. It is just craziness this story he then proceeded to push her body in down into a canyon at the side of the road assuming she was either now dead or soon to be dead which you, look honestly you would i mean blood loss exactly going your body would go in a shock she probably passed out like do you know where he cut off um from arms? photos i'm pre- i'm pretty sure it's just above her elbows right okay so there's stumps it's not the whole arm but yeah she later gets um prosthetic and i'm pretty sure they are just above the elbow but yeah like i'm, I'm guessing that it's blood, around the blood, elbow it's blood either. loss from not just not not only one arm but two arms two arms you're plus, gonna be losing a lot of blood you know you'd have muscles and you'd have ligaments falling out yeah you know it'd be a mess it'd be horrible um now as completely horrendous the story is it shows that survival even in the most bleak situations is still possible but it also shows just how disgusting some people can be to other living creatures Mm -hmm. now at this point mary would be in complete shock like we said she'd be losing blood fast from both of her missing arms at 15 years old, I can't believe she thought of this next, which this is the most amazing part of the story to me. Okay. Mary drove both of her stumps into mud and dirt to prevent more bleeding. Oh, my God. Which is craziness. Can you imagine the pain? But just to think, just to, I don't know if I, the first thing I'd think of. That would be like, would be like base like, level survival. That is like, yeah. Mm-hmm literally doing anything to survive yeah, like i need to do anything create. i can and that's what like at first when i read about it they didn't mention mud and they said they said drove a stumps into dirt and then i'm like wouldn't it need wouldn't there need uh, to be mud but then i thought the blood would mix with the dirt and it would kind of make its own mud i don't know yeah which i just think is crazy mm. Um, from then, she very slowly managed to crawl and climb back up the wall of the canyon. Oh, my God. Yeah. This, is at, this is in the dark, too, letting the faint sound of the traffic guide her. <sighs> Once she had reached the road, Mary, naked and amputated, walked covered in dirt and blood, holding both... This is a crazy part, too. Holding both of her hacked-off arms up in the air to avoid more blood and muscle from falling out. Oh, my God. So it, she'd literally look like a, a character from a horror movie. It, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy to me. This is the, the one of the other sick parts of the, of the story. Um, eventually, a red Corvette... A convertible, sorry, with two men slowed down. But once they saw Mary, they sped off, leaving her at the side of the road. Oh, my God. Now, we can judge, but 
Uh, I, I couldn't. I I don't think I could leave someone at the side of the road like that. But in the in the nighttime, seeing a completely naked person, both arms missing, covered in dirt, screaming. Yeah, it would be scary as hell. And it would be easy to to think to yourself something like, "I've got. I'm, I'm witnessing like a mob situation yeah. here. Like, you know, I, I'm not getting in, in involved in something where I can get." Yeah, it's like okay, well. I'm, I'm involving myself in this exactly. This will become a criminal thing. Yeah, but still, I don't think I'd I'd leave someone. You, yeah, Especially you couldn't, girl. Like, yeah, come on, it's just crazy to me. It's yeah, just so upsetting. Imagine being Mary and being like, I can, f- I finally can see a car coming. Yeah, oh my god, they've spotted me. And then seeing them drive past you. As if her faith in humanity had not you already just, been crushed. Just, oh, see, this is like, this is true survival because I think at that point, I don't know if I would have just given up. It's crazy. This story is, it truly shows the different characters in humanity. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's like an even selection of characters that you could yeah based so many people that you know of except yeah. for ho- hopefully not Lawrence Singleton if you know anyone like Lawrence Singleton call the police unfriend him yeah <laughs> change your number <laughs> the next morning two women came across Mary which was the pure- next morning next morning this girl was still oh my walking god in the dark, naked reliving over and over in her head what's happened yeah imagine the pain she'd be in okay piece of shit um, the next morning, two women came across Mary, which was pure luck as the two women just happened to be lost. <gasps> yeah. Wow. All Mary could tell them was he raped me, which is really sad. They wrapped her in towels and drove her to the nearest help. Thank God. And th- turns out these girls were on their honeymoon, which I thought was lovely. Really? Yeah. Well, that w- that's what was said. But I thought that was really sweet. Wow. Um, after Mary received urgent medical attention, and this part is really sad, uh, really sad. They used sections of her leg so that they could save the remaining remainder of her arms, leaving her unable to dance again. Aww. She was able to give a thorough description of Lawrence Singleton. Thank God you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Singleton's neighbor just happened to recognize him and called the police. So... really yeah if you look at the photo of singleton he is horrifying really he is disgusting okay he his face he's an unhealthy man you can see that his face is just bloated he um like years of alcohol abuse or something is just red and swollen and who knows what he was drinking some kind of homebrew that he's done disgusting but the the drawing of him um the sketch was i don't i don't think it really looks like him but the neighbor just happened to like interesting there was something about that sketch that they thought yeah that's that's lawrence which (laughs) thank god i mean they would have said he had a blue van blah 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 true yeah um after lawrence was was arrested um he further proved how much of a dick he was by telling now this (laughs) by telling police that mary was a sex worker that he hadn't touched her, that there was someone else in the car who had done all the atrocities and that Mary had threatened him that if he didn't give her a ride, she would call the cops and say he'd raped her, topping it off by calling Mary a $10 a night whore. This guy. Like that makes any difference. Yeah, yeah. 
I know heaps of sex workers. And it they're, doesn't they're, matter if they charge $5 or $5,000. It doesn't matter if they're a secretary or if they're a sex worker or a stay-at-home mum. It doesn't matter. No, it, but for him to be that arrogant, mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's just disgusting to me. Yeah. Um, before the trial, Mary was fitted with prosthetic arms. And if you have a look at them, they are literally hooks for hands. Wow. Um, which would just be horrendous as a 50-year-old. Um, mm. A constant reminder of the worst moment of her life. Yeah. Literal hooks, if you Google it. Um, the trial was a complete failure of justice. Singleton was sentenced to maximum of 14 years. That's rubbish. Yep. Charged with kidnapping, mayhem, attempted murder, forcible rape, sodomy, and forced oral copulation. Literally before being sentenced, the creep tried convincing the court that it was the other hitchhikers who had committed the crime. Oh, my God. He's just... He's just a prick. Obviously, no one believed him, and he was ordered to pay $2.56 million to marry in civil judgment. In the 70s? Yeah. But, of course, Singleton could only afford paying Mary 200 bucks from his savings. Oh, for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah, 200 bucks for that, for what she went through. Apparently, the judge who had sentenced him was quoted as saying, if I, have, if I had the power, I would send him to prison for the rest of his natural life, which really sucks. Really sucks. I wonder why they couldn't. I don't know. It I must have been the state laws at the time. It, yeah, it could have... I don't know. It could have been the jury. Could have, could have been anything. Could have, I have no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. 14, 14 years. years. While Singleton adds up to one of the worst, most vile humans I've, I've ever read about, he was considered a model, a model prisoner and ended up only serving eight years and four months of his sentence being paroled for good behaviour, continuing to proclaim his innocence, of course. That is insane. Yep. This guy, man. Even the doctor who gave him a psych evaluation before leaving prison said, because he is so out of touch with his own hostility and anger, he remains an elevated threat to others' safety mm-hmm. inside and outside of the prison. Then why did you let him out? Exactly. It's, it's If you can't trust totally the psychologist... Justice. For good behavior, like, come on. It's, it, this is a sickening case. During this time, Mary was battling with, dep- with depression, struggling with anorexia, and diagnosed with PTSD. She hated her new school that was for the handicapped, hated having to see a psychiatrist, and continued to rebel against her parents, who eventually split and moved across country. The dad moved to Alaska, mum to Las Vegas. Seven other siblings moved to either Nevada or the northeast west of the US. Wow, so the family is just completely it's just split. Scattered. Yeah, this girl didn't stand a chance, mm. honestly. Mary eventually graduated and moved out of Vegas, where she lived a very secretive life to avoid being tracked down by Singleton. <sighs> yeah. Mary married twice. And it was with her second husband, Tom, that Mary's outlook on life started to actually improve. Tom was an investigator in the prosecutor's office and the two had crossed paths while Mary was in the district attorney's office. Tom encouraged Mary to share her story and be an advocate for victims' rights. One of Mary's first public speaking events was at a high school in the hopes of discouraging hitchhiking for teens. Mm -hmm. One stupid boy heckled, you got what you deserved. (gasps) And Mary believed it. 
Yeah. What? But you, I knew teenagers who would do stupid shit like that at school. Like kids who don't realize the impact. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's victim shaming totally. at its worst. Totally. Totally. Um, this resulted in her refusing to speak at schools ever again, which, you oh, know what, that's I don't really blame sad. her. I hope the kid got in trouble for that. But, you know, it's just one person that's ruined it for everybody. Totally. Totally. You know, and back in back in the, the late 70s, early 80s, there was still plenty of hitchhiking. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, she could have saved someone's life. Yep, exactly. Yep. So this kid's an idiot. Mary and Tom eventually had two sons and Mary went, uh, went on to attend the University of Nevada and continued to work as an advocate for victims and survivors. She also started art and some of her pieces were being sold at $2,000. Go girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now back to this douchebag who I hate so much. Mm-hmm. After Singleton was released, he was repeatedly evicted from homes and towns due to hordes of people protesting his existence in their community. Yes. Good job, people. Yes. Make him feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. make him feel like... Make him scared. Yeah, we don't want him We don't want him around. Yeah, he is a parasite. Yeah. He ended up living in a trailer on the grounds of San Quentin, which I thought was awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like he coolly left jail, but no, he didn't. He's still living there. Yeah, yeah. So he's essentially gone back to prison because that's like the only place yeah, that society will exactly, have him. Exactly, in a, in, in a, in a friggin' trailer. Um, he was kept constantly under surveillance, had, to, uh, had a very strict curfew and was forced to attend AA meetings. After his parole ended, he moved to Florida, where he was convicted two more times in 1990 for stealing a $10 disposable camera, serving 60 days, and for stealing a $3 hat where he served two years. This guy, this a $3 hat opposed to serving eight years and four months for raping, kidnapping, torturing... Um, dismembering, dumping a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. Two and, years you know, opposed I, to eight that, years. I, that hat re- really needed the psychological uh, help yeah, after it, that for the it, PTSD that it, it suffered. It needed a $200 payout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> totally. And some prosthetic hooks. Like, good one, guys. Yeah. He was also placed in a psych ward for attempted suicide. It's a shame they didn't just let him follow it through. Okay, now trigger warning, guys. Um, it's about to get heavy again. This guy. This guy, this old fart. This, he looks like a fart. If you Google his head, Google this guy's head. It's a fart. It's oh a my fart God. in a man's head. Um, okay, a Florida man called the cops one day after witnessing an old white man viciously attacking a woman who appeared limp through the window of the house. He could hear, and this is a quote, her bones crushing like chicken bones breaking. Police came quickly to find Singleton, obviously, covered in blood with the beaten body of a dead sex worker on his couch. The dead woman was that of Roxanne Hayes, 31, mother of three, working to support her family. Singleton stabbed her to death with a burning knife. And he's doing this, like, in full view of his neighbor. Well, I think at this point he had just lost 
complete touch with reality. I think so. Like, I just to just to ca- have that much violence. Yeah, that he's just he's literally in, in some sort of a blind. Yeah, it is rage. just rage at this point. Wow, like, brutal. Like once stabbing her to death, he's then just beating her body. So, did they take it seriously this time? Um, you're about to find out. Um, news spread, and Mary soon learnt of Singleton's crime. She flew to Florida to speak at his trial. This is a quote from Mary. I was raped. I had my arms cut off. He used a hatchet. He left me to die. Saying this, Mary pointed directly at Singleton with her prosthetic hook, which is hard core. Yeah. That is... Wow. I want to get that scene tattooed on my back. Like, <sighs> she is insane. I love her. Yeah. Her words obviously had an impact as well as fear that the douchebag would reoffend. that Singleton was sentenced to death in 1997. Amen. Amen. Finally. Yeah. Later on, this just filth of a man decided to sue Mary because, quote, he felt like the victim, claiming she forcibly kidnapped him for the purpose of robbery. Which is just absolute rubbish. Which is crazy. That's <sighs> crazy. He, okay, so she kidnapped him. A 15-year-old girl kidnapped in, his In his own car is and his he own was driving. Van. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> of course. I've done this before. Oh, my God. Um, he okay, so he eventually died of cancer in two thousand and one. Bastard, bastard. Let's just hope it was slow. I don't wish cancer on anyone, but I mean, except for this guy. If I did, it would be Lawrence Singleton, and I hope it was slow. And I hope it was like all over his body. I hope it was in his ball sack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Despite such failures in the criminal justice system, Mary helped create a legislation preventing the early release of offenders who have committed a crime in which torture is used. Mm -hmm. This is called Singleton's Bill and carries a 25-year-to-life sentence. Good job, Mary. Yep. Amazing. What a legacy. What a legacy. She saved lives doing this. She's a legend. Um, If you... Google Mary Vincent. She has a fund going. Um, I don't have it here with me because I was writing this while I was in Thailand and it was very broken up between me getting up and having a rest and coming back. But it is easy to find. I'm pretty sure the funds go straight to victims of abuse such as this, which you'd be surprised there are quite a lot of still, um, which is very sad. But thankfully for women like Mary... And survivors, not just women, there are a lot of male survivors too, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, these these criminals now have a tougher time of getting parole, which they yeah. should, shouldn't shouldn't get parole if, they, if they're proven guilty of stuff like this. I mean, they're a danger to society. Look at this guy. He went out and he killed someone else. And that's the only one that we know about. Yeah, I mean, we don't know his history. Um, this is literally why people are incarcerated because of being dangerous to society mm-hmm. and themselves like this is the reason we have jails there's rehabilitation and then there's just getting people like this away from society Off the streets and this is just an example of how terrible a lot of country like um first world countries 
justice systems are so flawed. Australia's we have a flawed criminal justice system too. I don't actually know any country that has a a perfect justice system. No, no one does. And yeah. I think it's impossible to achieve, but I think um learning from cases like this. Mm-hmm. God, I mean humans go in patterns. We live by patterns. Yeah. See people like this is a a pattern and a red flag, you yeah. know. There's going to be more more of them out there like Lawrence. So hopefully he died a very painful death. Thank you for my story, everyone. Well, thank you for that. That was um tiring exhausting yeah and uh heart hitting Well, shall we try to lift the mood a little bit? Let's lift this mood. I've got another fact from a, from the freezer. Ooh. And it's actually quite funny. Okay, let's do it. Okay, how about this? Viagra can help flowers stay erect in a vase if you dissolve it in water. Damn, it makes sense though because so flowers does. are the genitals of plants. Oh, yeah. So really... <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I'm going to start my own business and call it um, <coughs> what's a sexy flower pun? Ooh. Um uh, st- st- stem me baby. I don't know. Jeez. All right, we'll think about it. Guys, if you have any sexy flower puns, send them our way. <laughs> um plus Vi- Viagra <laughs> is quite expensive, so I don't know who's going to be doing that. Wasting that. Yeah, but then again, flowers are quite expensive if you buy nice ones as well. Yes, so it's, it's an investment. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. That's a good fact. I like it. All right. Well, I've got a weird story. We uh, well, it's not really a story. It's more of a it's, – it's, it's weird stuff that people in history did. I like it. And I do find it quite creepy, but it's kind of creepy in a weird, kind of funny, uncomfortable way. I think history is kind of creepy. And weird and uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about ornamental hermits. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. And when I I found out about this just this week, actually, and I sort of was like, what the hell is that? Ornamental hermits. Ornamental hermits. Okay. Any ideas? Um, look, all I can think of is having a hermit, the, the people that live by themselves in, in the middle of nowhere, being small enough to be used as an ornament. So that leads me to thinking of like those shrunken heads. So like you find a hermit, once they pass away, you shrink them and you use them as an ornament. That's all I can think that of. That was a weird thought process. <laughs> Other than that, I have no suggestions. <laughs> okay. I'll just get into it. Okay. <laughs> so, would you agree most of us like to do a few things around the house when we get a new place? For example, my husband is building a deck. Nice. Out the back. Uh, you know, you know, you, you get a new place and you want to you wanna you wanna add a few things, yeah, you a wanna bit of interest. Mm, like, you um, want to have people come over and go, oh, I want that in my house. Like a feature fountain. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you ever kind of like you a go to soda stream? A soda fountain from so- Patrick Mahon. Oh, we've combined the two. Yeah. Oh my Go back God. and listen to Guys, episode one. if this doesn't make sense, listen to episode one because it still probably won't make much sense. Okay. <laughs> well, in the 18th century, really, really rich people would go several steps further than just building a deck I'm or getting nervous. a soda fountain. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and they would sometimes have custom-made caves oh god oh my god rockeries or some would say a grotto built in their gardens can i guess on their estates go ahead yeah did they build like an enclosure for just a person to live in like a zoo for a human a person called an ornamental hermit they just like found a little man and just put him in the garden well built like a fence around him uh not quite not really sort of yes or no uh (laughs) so sometimes sometimes if they lived on quite a larger estate they would even have a cave on the property on the estate and you know if you've got a cave you obviously you're gonna want to use exactly you're gonna want to you know make magic of it so what did they do with the cave they filled it with a hermit so often an ornamental hermit was employed (laughs) to add dimension shall we say to the garden sometimes called a garden hermit like a gnome like a gnome exactly now you're getting it oh my god but a real person these people were employed to remain permanently on site to dress as a druid like in robes Mm, i don't think it's gonna be your (laughs) dream job if i you know i'm gonna explain it no uh so they would have to dress it as a druid, like in like in robes, like a like a wise person, yeah. uh, like, a, like a wizard, like a wizard, okay. exactly. <laughs> they would make themselves available to pro- provide counsel to landowners and guests, okay, and okay. act as a sort of living diorama or character within the garden, it like a wizard. Sound that bad. At- uh, there's a bit of it. It's just like it's 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 a it crosses the line for me. It's it's a deal breaker. What what at what part? I'll tell you. Okay. At first, garden hermits were only hinted at. So instead of having like a real hermit, there might be like a table or a chair outside oh. with like a book and a little pair of glasses. Like a gnome. This is amazing. Like a gnome has been there and like other little props and they would suggest that oh you know the hermit he's he was here 10 minutes ago i'm sure he'll be back later you know that kind of thing sometimes the structures looked like little sheds resembling hobbit holes sometimes they were actually built underground amazing and they had like little doors like you know coming up um you know so it was all very middle earth so the hermits were given other terms and conditions. Ooh. For example, they were not allowed to cut their hair or beards. So the beardy look was what they were like going for. Yeah. Like a gnome or a wizard. Oh my god. And they also had to let their nails grow long. 
Okay. Mm. They were sometimes required to sit and do nothing but contemplate their own existence. Oh, I see, this is still looking good for me. <laughs> you haven't convinced me otherwise okay. yet. <laughs> sometimes uh, they would have to give advice to those who visited. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, Lady Esther, you're, you're visiting Lord blah blah And he says, oh feel free to visit my hermit. So you go out and you ring a little bell and then he'll appear and then he'll take you into his lair and there'll be like animal bones and skulls and he'd be able to sort of, you know, divine information for you. Okay. So often large sums of money were offered and advertised nationwide around England in order to find someone willing to be an ornamental hermit. I would love... Can you grow a beard, though? Girl, I'm Italian. Yes. (laughs) It takes work to keep the beard away. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um. Okay, so I think this might be a dream job for you, actually. I'm telling you. (laughs) So there are cases of six and seven hundred pounds being offered for a hermit to live in the grounds for several years at a time. And this equates in like these days money to like a million dollars or a million pounds even, so a couple of million dollars. So they would be offered homes ranging from caves under waterfalls. Oh, my to custom-built hermitages. Hermitages. You know, like a a type of wart. Hermitage, hermitage. Oh, like a heritage-listed hermitages. (laughs) Just a little shack, you know, like a little, like a tiny cottage, like a cottage but tiny. Okay. Like, you know, a tiny house, but it's cottage. Like, Like renting in Sydney. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like renting in Sydney. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would include books, some furniture and musical instruments. Oh, I love. And they would get food from the main house. Oh, my God. But quite often they were told that they were not allowed to speak to the servants. So one advertisement read, the hermit is never to leave the place or hold conversation with anyone for seven years During which he is neither to wash himself or cleanse himself in any way, whatever, but is to let his hair and nails, both on hands and feet, grow Mm. as long as nature will permit them. (laughs) It's a bit gross. Like, Mm. you know, you're you're looking at ingrown situations and you're, you're looking like that's just not. No. Do you know what I would do? I'd be like, oh, I accidentally fell in the lake. Yeah, you'd... Had you'd, a little wash while I was in yeah, there. I'm drowning. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Had a little walk in the rain. Totally. <laughs> totally. So, and that advertisement that I just read out was referenced from Professor Gordon Campbell, who wrote a book about this. It's called The Hermit in the Garden, From Imperial Rome to Ornamental Gnome. 
Oh, Isn't that cute? I, that's going to be my tagline now. <laughs> From ornamental Rome. To Imperial Rome <laughs> to ornamental gnome. I am an or- ornamental gnome. Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also says the hermit trend went back to Ro- Roman Emperor Hadrian, who had a villa at Tivoli featuring a small lake and a structure for a single person to live. I love it. So back in the day, they would actually have these hermit that would almost like monks like they would sort of take themselves away from society and they would just you know live alone and contemplate humanity and and solitude and I think it would extend your life I probably would to be honest I think uh, in these days it would definitely imagine getting away from technology well speaking of extending lives for well I'll come to that, actually. Does anyone want to hire me? (laughs) Austria does. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. When the ruins uh, were unearthed of Roman Roman Emperor Hadrian in the 16th century, the trend uh, sort of came about then. Mm. So as a a place for a person to reflect and live in solitude – but they would employ someone to do that yes. as like a as like an entertainment for their guests. Yep. Some households who couldn't afford to employ a real life hermit would use a mannequin Ooh, or creepy. some sort of doll dressed in druid costume, and they would sort of you know put them in positions around the garden, I suppose. So kind of like if you go to Santa's place up in yeah the highway. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Shout out to Santa's Place. Yeah. Do you want to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, occasionally, hermits would not be able to carry out the full contract due to boredom or discomfort. Or surely they'd start to get sick. Sick, tired, bored. You'd go a little bit crazy. I yeah, think. maybe. Mm. One such man was employed by Charles Hamilton at Paynes Hill Park, but left after just three weeks. He was later found at the pub. (laughs) (laughs) But they wouldn't be paid anything if they didn't carry out the full seven years. They would only get the money at the end of the seven years. Okay, okay. So if you were given seven years to become a hermit in someone's garden Mm. and at the end of it you were going to get a few million, would you do it for seven years? It would depend on what kind of skincare I would take with well, me. Well, you're not I allowed any. Me. No. No, I don't think I would because that's going to ravage your skin, seven years of that. I don't know. Like, it depends what you're fed because I heard that... Food from the house is pretty good. Yeah, if you get butter, you can use butter as skin cream. <gasps> that's true. Yeah, I read The Handmaid's Tale. And they were using butter as skin cream because they weren't given moisturizer. It's the not cutting the nails that gets me. Sorry, no, I like, you know, mm. to 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 keep them sorted. I reckon I'd cheat. I like, oh, oh, like, broke one, broke another one. I'd bend oh. the rules a bit. Like I'd hide things and I'd um, sneak out. Yeah, night. but they'd be checking you. They'd be like, mm, smell nasty today. Excellent. All your nails are long yeah, and but you'd, disgusting. You'd, cool. You do like sneaky things. Like, sure, you could keep the rest of your body dirty, but like your private parts, you could quickly wash. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're the places that count. They're not going to be checking that. Yeah, I can go fine with like dirty arms or something, but yeah, I've got like a dirty butt. Yeah, I'll go home and wash it. You'd fall in the lake accidentally. Yeah, fall in the lake. I'd be falling in the lake every day. Yeah, same. Okay, so another case documents a man named Stephen Duck who took a post as a hermit in the early 18th century at Richmond Park for the Queen Caroline. Jesus. Then Queen Caroline. He was required to act as a sort of Merlin-type character, (laughs) supposedly engaged in alchemy and spells. the best. Mr. Duck at first embraced his role, reading books, writing poetry, talking to the many visitors who came to see him. However, we are led to believe he had enough of the situation and by 1756 when he he drowned himself in oh, the rim, River Thames. That went very so maybe he really wanted a bath quickly. and he did the old fell in the lake. Oh yeah. See, we don't And he couldn't know. swim. Because he sounds like he was pretty good at his job. Yeah. He sounded pretty passionate. I mean, he did it for like 20-something years. Yeah, I mean, nah, this wasn't a suicide. This was definitely a... He just I really, really wanted need a, bath. a bath. This bath is feeling a bit too good. Mm, I plus I can't swim. I how to breathe in water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plus I can't swim. By the 1830s, the ornamental hermit was unfortunately going out of fashion. Sorry, Esther. They came to be replaced by statues and finally gave way to regular garden gnomes. That is just the coolest thing. It's rad, isn't it? That is the coolest story. If you'll be interested in this, if you would like to see a real life hermit today, there is one in the mountains of Saalfelden, Austria. Mm Mm-hmm. The hermitage there has been continuously inhabited for 350 years, with the most recent hermit taking his place there in 2017. What? There were 50 applicants for this position, even though the residence has no heating, no running water, and no internet. Do they get pay? Uh, uh, I don't think they do, actually. Okay. I mean, I can't see, remember, that doesn't really make sense to me if 50 people applied. There's no pay. Why don't you just become a hermit if that's what you really want? You mm, can make a shed and put it on a hill. Yeah, but you know, in the, this day and age, there's always going to be some sort of council that's going yeah, to be bitching and moaning, saying you have to get permission for this. You're probably going to need like a busking license or something oh, to do shit. that. I don't know. True. Uh, a passport. There's always, you know. I mean, my sister was telling me about a guy that lived in, um, lived on the wilderness in, uh, I think it was Yellowstone Park. And they kicked him out. He lived there for years and years and years. And, like, they kicked him out and he just became this homeless person under a bridge. That's sad. It's so sad. My dad had a friend. I'll name his name because he's definitely not going to be listening to this. He was the biggest hippie I'd ever met. And I know quite a few hippies. His name was Butterfly the Brave. That was his legal name. You can look him up. He doesn't have social media, I could tell you. Wow. He, he doesn't own shoes. This guy's, like, now. He, he's, Does he he's, live in Belgrave? I don't know, but he lived in a national park. <gasps> really? And his parents were loaded. <laughs> they owned like um, crayfishing. But that's such a thing, isn't it? Rich such hippies. Rich hi- But this guy didn't own shoes. He used to go over to my dad's and like brew his own moonshine. Wow. He was insane. But yeah, he was basically a hermit. He had the beard. He had the nails. Really? Legit. I, I couldn't stand him. 
Because wow. we'd go to the pub with him and he'd just like walk in with no shoes and I'd have to be like eating seafood, looking down at his feet and it was just a nightmare. But right. No, legit. There's a, I think there's wow. quite a few quote-unquote hermits. I think going up towards the mountains out yeah. the east of Melbourne, you're totally. looking at probably... Go to Hillsville. Yes. My favourite favorite place on the planet, but um, yeah, there's there's some interesting characters up there. Wow. Um, well, I love that. That was just the best. Well, this guy that's the current hermit, he um, they thought he was a good candidate because he had a lot of life experience. Like he... Um, I think he was like... Uh, I know that he had been divorced and he wanted to sort of like, you know, live a life of solitude. But the guy before him was actually a psychotherapist, but he only lasted about eight months. But the guy before him was lasted about 12 years. So, you know, it, it, it varies. But visitors are welcome to partake in spiritual conversation with the hermit there. The current hermit's name is Stan, Stan Van Utrecht, and he said he read about the hermitage and thought, that's the place for me. You know what? I kind of, I would do it, I reckon. I, I don't think I, I don't could know last. if there's any female hermits. That's a bit, well, let's, you know what? Let's start a, a hermitage of ladies. I mean, you can't spell hermit without her. It's not a hismet. <gasps> oh, my God. We're discovering new things every day on this podcast. We so are. It's amazing. What, Viagra and flowers. Stream, flowers, and Catherine Knight with the headphones. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. But um, that I love that story. Thank you. Yeah. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. I, I thought it. It, I thought you might find it boring, but actually it's, it's quite funny, love, isn't it? love, loved it. Cool. It. I'm so pleased. Yeah. That was definitely a, a palate cleanse from my story. Yeah, it was. They went well together, didn't it they? Did. Now, the one I've got next week is really weird. It's, it's on par with that. Well, the one I've got next week is like crazy violent. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, then you can speak works, first next It works. Week. Yeah, we'll do the same thing again next week. Yeah awesome legend all right well thanks guys for listening if you made it this far yes (laughs) if we didn't depress the hell out of you and or inspire weird you you out yeah you've inspired me to become a hermit thank you i think i have i'm gonna resign tomorrow (sighs) could you could you like just come in like you know so we can record i'll just bring a um little tape recorder oh don wants to record his um radio show now i think we've been kicked out that's okay we've had our time um okay all right well thanks again remember catch all the social medias yes Um, follow us on instagram facebook i think my fridge is haunted um um, send us your spooky stories send us your spooky stories and remember to stay spooky and new to your cat new to your cat and your boyfriend bye bye